How'd it come to this? After all we've been through, two of a pair now on opposite sides. From the very start, with honor we do. Watched each other's back and we battled with pride. We are closer than brothers. Now we have to fight each other. And we trust our fate to the heart of the cause. No matter. This heart, time's running out, and there's so much at stake. Everything riding on the turn of a card. We'll show what we made of. Finals are underway here at Duelist Kingdom, and I'm joined by my companion shoutcaster, Olivia. Oh, I was going to do a bit where we had to fight each other on this episode, and only one of us got to leave the podcast. But we've been through much together. You could say we're closer (laughs) than brothers. But now we have to fight each other. But we trust our fate to the heart of the cards, no matter what. (laughs) <laughs> you love that song so much It's a good song, what do you want? <laughs> you quoted it like four times When we were watching these episodes No, I sang along to it Uh-huh But then you multiple times were just like Closer than brothers But from the very start With Honor they dueled 
This is, yeah. I've mentioned before that the English dub has this weird fixation on, like, honor. The true, meaning it's, to, I guess it's just teaching kids sportsmanship or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just multiple times characters will talk about their honorable dueling. If this was an Inazuma dub, they'd be like, the true honor of a soccer player. The honor of a card game player. <laughs> yeah. We watched episode 31 and 32, which are Keats' Machinations, part 1 and 2. And then we watched episode 33 and 34, which were... Best of Friends, Best of Duelists. Best of Friends, Best of Duelists, Part 1 and 2. These four episodes cover Joey's semi-final duel with Bandit Keith, uh, which he wins, spoiler alert, and then goes on to have his final match of the tournament against Yugi. Uh, Spoilers, Yugi wins this one. (laughs) They are not sending Joey to fight Pegasus. No. And honestly, I kind of want to pull up Yugi's like track record here. He does not lose that many games. No, I think he's he's only lost the Kaiba one. I'm sure there's got to be like a win loss record on this page somewhere, but instead there's five thousand pages of backstory. Okay, and so lore. so the Joey Bandit Keith duel. Um. We start off, and Bandit Keith uh, is, like, cackling to himself because he stole Joey's prize money card. Um, And so (laughs) Joey has to run back to his room to try to find the prize money card within five minutes, uh, or else he'll get disqualified. And then MVP of this entire show, honestly, just very nice woman who does not (laughs) deserve the treatment that she gets. My valentine. She just rolls up and is like, hey, do you need a prize money card? Because I got a prize money card and I'm no longer in the tournament. So here you go, chief. Um, And gives him her prize money card. Uh, So Joey runs back to the arena and is accepted into the duel, even though Bandit Keith is mauling because this was his genius plan uh, to get Joey disqualified so that they wouldn't have to fight. Uh, but they go into the duel proper. The house, the the house rule, the season one house rule for this one is that machine type monsters are immune to magic, and that doesn't just mean magic like spells or like um, magic, you know, spellcaster type monsters. That means any monster that can conceivably be like construed as using magic. So several of Joey's like warrior guys are said to use magic just like don't work on these machine type monsters which is like okay whatever man um everybody gets one goofus rule everybody does get one goofus rule so uh bandit keith summons the barrel dragon which in the japanese dub is a dragon with a revolver for a head and in this dub has like the shittiest laser effects on it (laughs) i i love the fucking proton shot dragon i can't believe like i'm trying because i definitely watched these episodes back in the day as a kid and i'm just like i'm trying to imagine the frame of mind i was in as a kid to not think that this looked terrible because i did not question that the that the dragon 
did not actually have laser cannons. And the card also has laser cannons. Yeah, they edited the art, too. Yeah, which looks a lot better than it does in the TV show. Yeah, because it's not moving images. <laughs> also, for oh. the... I feel like for the card art, they, um... For the card art, they don't actually change much of, like, the, um... You know, they just kind of put fun colors and textures on the gun barrels. But in the show, they definitely do a lot more to try to cover up that those are, like, guns, guns. I think it's Oh, yeah, I'm looking at a side-by-side right now. And it is... It is striking the difference. (laughs) Um, There's just... They're skinny because they're just revolver barrels. Yeah. I'm posting the image in our little chat so you can also say, wow, look at that image. Uh, wow, look at that image. <laughs> I, I also, this image also reminds me that they changed the attack and defense like box, you know, that shows you the stats mm. of the card. And the English one does look worse. Yeah. They're like yellow numbers, not cool. I like the gold numbers. I guess they thought that that would be more legible to kids but i don't know that that's actually true kids love big numbers and they hate small numbers <laughs> they hate small normal looking numbers they need big vibrant numbers so the barrel dragon's pretty strong right and then yeah. joey uses the copycat card um i really love the way his english voice actor goes copycat card <laughs> um, he uses it to copy Bandit Keith's metal morph and use it on his red eyes black dragon to turn it into the red eyes black metal dragon, um, which looks kind of sick. I think it's a pretty yeah. cool card, and is able to destroy Barrel Dragon. Uh, but Keith has a has a second. Um, he's got a second ace up his sleeve, which is the slot machine card um, that he can use. What is the... The card is called Seven Completed. That he can use spell yeah. cards to power it up. Um, There's three of them because it's a three-wheeled slot machine. Yeah, he can he can power up its attack and defense. Um, he ends up... I think he uses the first one on defense, so it can't get destroyed by Red-Eyes Metal Dragon. And then he uh, gets a second one, which he uses to buff attack... Uh, although it's not enough uh, to destroy Red Eyes yet. But then he uses a card to steal a card from Joey's hand and uses Joey's sword and shield card to swamp the attack and defense of the monsters, which lets him kill uh, Red Eyes Metal Dragon. But then Joey steals a card from Bandit Keith and is able to use Keith's uh, time machine card to bring back, you know, normal stats, Red-Eyes Black Dragon, which is able to destroy the slot machine, and that's how Joey wins. Um, Pegasus. Pegasus then gets up and is like, okay, cool. Now, I know Bandit Keith was cheating the entire time, by the way. Because <laughs> uh, this is one of the, this is one of those great episodes where Pegasus is just watching the duel and just, like, having a blast. He's watching TV with us. Um, He's just there going, ooh. I love the part where he goes into their heads and, like, looks at their motivations and is like, ooh, Joey's dueling for his sister and Keith is dueling for revenge. Isn't this so delightful? Ooh. (laughs) Love this dude. But yeah, he he reveals that he knew Keith was cheating the whole time. 
Keith had uh, all three of his seven complete cards, like, literally in his, like, uh, wristband. So he could just, like, pretend to draw them whenever he needed them. Um, so even if Keith won, I guess he would have kicked him out. Um, but Keith... Keith jumps over the void onto Pegasus's deck and points an invisible gun at his head. <laughs> uh, not our first instance of the invisible guns, but I think the most memorable. He is literally just pointing at Pegasus's head and demanding three million dollars. Yeah. Uh, Pegasus is that great line where he goes, Oh no, what am I going to do? I'm so scared. <laughs> um, and then activates a fucking pitfall trap to shoot Keith into the ocean. It's straight up Scooby Doo shit. <laughs> it's straight up. I like how there's a safe zone. If you stand right in front of Pegasus, you won't get caught by his pit trap. But if you're standing anywhere in like a U shape behind him, you're going into the drink, buddy. Oh yeah. Uh, this you're, will not be you're the going la- to Mako Town. <laughs> yeah, he's just down there with like a little spear, and he stabs Keith in the side as he comes out. Uh, not the last we'll see of Bandit Keith. Um, but certainly the last we'll see of him in this season. And in this mental state. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, so what did you what did you think of this duel? Uh I didn't think very much of it. I just kind of let it wash over me. Um It was goofy, but it wasn't goofy goofy. I the also the spell thing didn't matter as much as I thought it would end up mattering. Yeah, that was, um, that felt like a very vestigial, like, maybe if, maybe if this was Keith versus Yugi, it would have mattered, because Yugi has more, like, cards that use magic, but Joey's, like, the fighter guy, and he has a big dragon. Maybe that was his plan. Maybe that's why he had the machine deck, was because he's like, okay, I'll disqualify Wheeler, and then I'll just use my machines against the wizard kid. Oh, interesting. Well, he didn't account for was that my Valentine was nice. Yeah. Oh. Nicer than anyone else in the show has been. Really? <laughs> my, I'll say it again. My is just a nice lady, and she doesn't deserve like the venom with which she's treated by a lot so of true. the characters on this show. Um, she's literally saved everyone's life at least one time now. Yeah, she's racking. She's racking up those assists. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of felt like I kind of felt like these duels, you know, starting with this one, I feel like we kind of marked a a shift maybe into more like card game esque uh, dueling flows, I guess, you know, Mm. like the there's that machine house rule, but that doesn't really end up mattering. Um and it ends up playing out much more like a normal duel, where, like, what's important are, like, attack points and defense points and what cards you have and can play and, you know, you know, getting an advantage on your opponent in that way. Um, it felt like we were... It felt like we were shifting into a new mode as we prepare for the five-part Yugi Pegasus duel. You know? Yeah, and the, like undoing things that just happened in the last turn with the time machine is also a big one. Yeah, like counterplay. Yeah. Yeah. Joey... Yeah, like the two... Two multiple big swings in this game end up being, like, 
do I have cards that let me use my opponent's cards against them so I can, like, remember their past strategy and, you know, use the particularities of my cards to defeat them? Like, when Keith uses the time machine and is able to, you know, there's one point where Joey has the time wizard and he uses the time wizard to level up baby dragon and rust over the revolver dragon but then keith's like oh but i have the time machine that can bring my card back and you know barrel dragon is back to its original stats because the time machine will bring back the monster from like one turn ago and then joey will later use that same trick against him to bring back a red eyes metal dragon it's a far cry from our strategy is going to revolve around the concept of the card rather than the effect of the card. Yeah, nobody is nobody is attacking the moon in this duel. <laughs> nobody is launching a dragon on top of the car- catapult dragon <laughs> turtle. Yeah, yeah. So I do feel like we're shifting into this new mode, and I don't know. Well, I I feel like we sort of have less to say. Because it's kind of like more, it feels like we're more in the weeds, you know? We also are going to get some new monsters showing up. Uh, Some new, like, in this and the next one of, like, iconic changes to the core, like, most marketable monsters. Like the Red Eyes Black Dragon into the Red Eyes Metal Dragon. This, you know, after the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon a little while ago. Yeah. You know, they're taking these most memorable, the like, the card, the monsters that you see on the package, and they're like, oh, here's a new thing for that, which we're going to get a really cool one in the next duel. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we see, we see different versions of Red Eyes, and then, you know, we see another version of Red Eyes next episode, as well as another, ver- ultimately another version of Dark Magician. So I feel like... Yeah. Also, I think this is, like, archetypes are starting to form, you know? Like, um, Mako was, like, previously we had, like, the bug guy and the water guy and the machine guy, you know? But now it feels like Joey has, like, red-eyes black dragon support cards and Yugi will, like, use different variations of the dark magician, you know? And we're starting to approach that type of the game you know i the episode i always think about is like there's an episode in battle city where like yugi's opponent has like an infinite stall combo you know and we're not at the point where like that could be a plot of an episode but we're approaching that point Mm -hmm. and it feels like we're, we're we're shifting into the mode that will let us get to that duel we're also this episode um i believe the Yugi Pegasus duels are going to mark the one year anniversary since uh, of air dates since the show started in in the U.S. Hmm. Um, it's been one full year, so I also think we're getting some new card packs out there, maybe. So gotta make some cool new monsters to slide in. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm thinking about like you know, we had Black Luster Soldier in uh in the yugi my duel so i think like we're in like the chaos era now you know where light light and dark cards are like specific you know light and dark cards are important um oh black luster soldier 
Stop. No one can know of our forbidden love. Stop. Don't bring the Ridge series into my house, please. <laughs> Leave it at check it at the door. <laughs> um you want, are you ready to get weird with it? You know what? They were closer than brothers. And now they have they to fight each other. I should have watched the uh I should have watched the Japanese subversion of this episode to figure out like do they also have a song in the Japanese version, or is this a dub invention? I th- I think it's a dub invention because the the writing the writing credits on the album they have an album of these by the way, um, uh, is all like dub people I think. Mm-hmm. Like they get like the song that we get the intro to sometimes when Kaiba's doing things that uh, that is sung by as far as I can tell the voice actor for Seto Kaiba in the dub. Interesting. And the 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 weird Pegasus song is also definitely sung by Pegasus. I don't know when that comes up in the show, but... <laughs> I don't think that does come up in the show, is the thing. <laughs> it's really weird and, like... He can't sing. No, but he can say things menacingly... It's over like a like a really sexual beat. <laughs> okay, so the Yuki Joey duel. <laughs> the Yuki Joey duel. So there's some brief discussion uh, before the, the duel by various characters about like shouldn't one of them just throw the duel to the other? Um, because it kind you know because you know it's so tragic to see friends fight or. You know, one of them has to go fight Pegasus, so they should just choose the stronger one to go fight Pegasus. But, you know, the boys decide eventually they're going to both give it their best and duel and they won't be, you know, they won't worry about the consequences of the duel because they're just going to have like a honorable men's manly passion match, you know. And it sings the closer than brothers, but now they have to fight each other (laughs) song. People have heard the song. It's the intro to this episode. Uh man it's such like a nickelback style of singing too oh yeah yeah you gotta sing in the back of your throat so you know they face off um uh, the beats of this duel i don't quite have as much um but at some point yugi will summon uh joey will um you know, there's a back and forth. They they remark multiple times that it's very close in terms of life points. Nobody quite has the upper hand. Um, until Joey manages to, you know, steal Yugi's summoned skull from the graveyard. And as well as his polymerization. And then fuse his red eyes black dragon and the summoned skull to make the red eyes skull dragon. Yeah, the, the combo i had alluded to previously was actually gaia the fierce knight and the curse of dragon to make gaia the dragon champion which is like the the mounted knight guy with two spears now he's riding a dragon and it's sick and then it just gets blown up it just gets blown up (laughs) it's it's mostly because you i think it's mostly because yugi has been the only one shown playing polymerization so they want yugi to use polymerization so joey can take it from him and that's like the (laughs) justification for why joey fuses I don't know, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but, um, yeah, and so, Red-Eye's Skull Dragon is, he has 
3,200 attack, right? He's actually stronger than a Blue Eyes. Um, And stronger than the Dark Magician, certainly. But then Yugi busts out the old magical hats. um, And puts a trap card in one of the magical hats that Joey then attacks, activating the trap card. Which then reduces the Skull Dragon's attack enough for Dark Magician to destroy it. So... Joey ends up betting everything on one last use of the Time Wizard to try to age Dark Magician so he becomes a weak, weak and baby. Um, uh, so he flips the coin and does do that. However, it backfires on him because aging when you age the Dark Magician 1,000 years, he becomes the Dark Sage, <laughs> which is a new version of the Dark Magician, which... Seems okay. They don't explain this effect a hundred percent satisfactory, satisfactorily to me. But it seems like once per turn, in general, like during your opponent's turn, you can end your turn. You can just draw a spell card that you want to play and play it, which is yes. a fucking strong <laughs> attack <laughs> or ability. I gotta say. I don't think the Dark Sage actually has this ability because it would be so busted. I'm pulling up the Dark Sage also, right now. I'm also looking for the Dark Sage. Which is not a... It's it's just a normal... It's got an effect, but it's like... Cannot be normal summoner set. Must first be special summoned by tributing Dark Magician immediately after applying the effect of Time Wizard. When special summoned, add one spell card from your deck to your hand. Man, this... This... The card as it actually exists is terrible. (laughs) So first of all, you have to have Dark Magician on the field. And then you have to have Time Wizard on the field. And then you have to win the Time Wizard effect. Dark Magician gains 300 attack for your trouble. And you get to add one spell card to your hand. That's nothing. Wait, from your deck. So, like, you pick it. Yeah, but that's not worth the trouble you went through. Especially because if you don't call time wizards effect right it destroys all the cards on your field damn so you run like a you run the chance to get a minus two card advantage you know at minimum and lose all your monsters to gain 300 attack and get one spell card it's not that much but in the show it's fucking busted and you also uh you also get the moment that broke both our brains, where <laughs> Yugi uses the effect without telling Joey about it, and Joey goes, well, how did, hey, how did you play that card on my turn? And Yugi just goes, with magic. Magic so powerful and so secret that it took my dark magician a thousand years to master it. That's a pretty cool spiel. Because he aged a thousand years. He aged thousand years now he's the dark sage yeah so yuki is able to he's able to use the dark sage to uh to uh you know wipe out joey's time wizard and and win the duel so now it's gonna be yugi versus pegasus who could have who could have suspected that's right Uh, uh more specifically um he uses the dark sage effect to grab monster reborn and summon um, the Black Skull Dragon to attack 
the Thousand Dragon. Oh. That also got buffed by the Time Wizard. Yeah, because he did call that correctly, right? Yeah. And Joey says, Baby Dragon, a lot, which is always Baby fun. Dragon. Joey's voice actor should have gotten, like, an Emmy or something. He's out <laughs> here. He's bringing it every episode. The final beat of the episode is that, you know, Joey's understandably fucked up because he thinks he just lost $3 million, you know, to save his sister's eyesight. But then Yugi's like, don't worry, man, I don't want $3 million. Here you go. It just gives him the prize money. The thing that we were talking about, like, three episodes in a row of this podcast. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the way it was obviously always going to work out. But, you know, the boys are friends, you know? They're helping each yeah. other out. Joey's sister is going to see Hallelujah. Now we They're just closer got... than brothers. They're closer than brothers. They had to fight each other, but they trusted their fate to the heart of the cards. And, yeah. it, and it all worked out. And the best man won. <laughs> That's so true. And the best man is a 5,000 year old man. <laughs> uh, did you have thoughts about this duel? I thought it was sick. I do think it's sick. I do like the... I like the variations on the existing cards. You know, that you pointed out from the last duel. I think it's it's cool. You know? Uh, I think that it's fun that Joey's gimmick early on was like, Hey, I got nothing but monster cards in here. And then, like, the first, like, half episode of this little mini arc is... Um, Joey just throwing out monsters and destroying Yugi's cards. <gasps> He's like, they're just like throwing bigger monsters at each other, and they're like, "Hey, are you even trying?" I forgot. We forgot about Joey's traps. <laughs> He's letting his traps do all the hard work. Fucking incredible lines about Joey's traps, which uh, we which we love because we're children. Fundamentally, we have immature <laughs> senses of humor. That's true. And we're transphobes. So we think so we think the word trap is really funny. Hey, guess what? What? We also got some emails. Thank God. I was honestly I wondering if we would. I think we got some emails. Hopefully we got some emails. Um where's emails? Emails is under the Gmail app on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got three emails. Alright, let's do it. First one comes in from Faden. When I was a kid, I would have imaginary battles where I would act as if I was dueling Yugi or Kaiba. Which character would you want to duel against, and do you think you would win? I just want to say I did this exact same thing, too. I um, used to play fake imaginary Yu-Gi-Oh! When I, back when I was in public school, mm-hmm. but... The rules we had were you can't use cards that you don't own, but we couldn't bring our cards to school, so we just pretended we were using cards. And I was like, this seems like a dumb rule. We should just make up all the cards in that case, because how do we know what cards we have? And then the person I was playing with was like, oh, well, I drew five Exodia cards, and I win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got fucking destroyed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i used to i used to like i used to like in my head i would play cards and then make up cards i'd like think about like you know if i was in Yu-Gi-Oh, what kind of cards would i use and i would like make up a deck for myself 
Um, and then imagine myself having cool fights. In terms of, like, character I'd like to duel against, um, I think probably Joey. Just because, like, that dude, he's the guy who's, like, improved the most over the course of the show. And I feel like that he would be the most fun to duel because of that. Like, he might... He might just, like, pull out a random new trick you've never heard of, you you know, you've never seen him do before. And you're like, oh, fuck. Nice. You know what I feel like? You know what Yugi's gonna do. You know what Kaiba's gonna do. Well, the thing about Yugi is that he's gonna beat your ass, but he's also gonna be like, here, take this card. You should really use this and this instead of that and that to, like, synergize with your cards. Ah. He's gonna, like, give you a, like, a deck breakdown and fix your deck for you after he trounces your ass. I feel like he's only really done that with Joey, though. I'm. I think I'm Joey tier friendship with Yugi. Oh sh- You think you're closer than brothers <laughs> with Yugi Mono? This is a bold statement. <laughs> I'm trusting my fate to the heart of the cards. Uh, but I would want to duel Bakura. He would die. <laughs> he would kill you. I mean, okay, but, like, you will die. <laughs> It'd be fun. Maybe Kaiba would be fun. Uh, he'd be such a buzzkill, though. Like, if if he wins, you know he's gonna gloat about it for 40 minutes, and if he loses, like, that's... You're, like, his entire life now, as he just obsesses over how he's gonna beat you one day. This is fine. I don't need that. I don't need that kind of shit in my life. We got another email from Emrys. As someone who has seen a grand total of 10 minutes of Yu-Gi-Oh! I've been enjoying learning the story from the pod. Haven't written in a while because I don't have any idea what an episode is going to be before I hear it. I started tweeting about them now. (laughs) We're going to fix that. Yeah, we are going to fix that. So I'm probably the only person listening who had no prior knowledge of Big Yugi being a pharaoh. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. I I think it's Uh, so fascinating that, like... Everyone that I know knows about Yu-Gi-Oh! So the idea of being able to go into original Yu-Gi-Oh! Fresh is is fascinating to me. You're in for some treats uh, as the story progresses. Yeah, we're gonna go. (laughs) There's gonna be a lot more Pharaoh stuff. uh, Like, we've we've said that out loud, and obviously there's the things from the first series that are gonna come back in Battle City. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's some stuff coming up. Don't you worry. You're going to have some nice little treats that we won't spoil for you. <laughs> some really ludicrous bullshit is coming. So, I hope you enjoyed that last episode about the Pegasus room. Uh, what was Our the, final... what, Was there a question? There's not a question. This was just in response to us saying, does anybody not know that Yugi is... Big Yugi is Pharaoh? Yeah. Our final question comes in from Jennifer. I think part of Mai's altruism has to be that the main cast are children. If they were adults, I think she'd expect them to have planned better and left them to starve. She's not giving Bandit Keith anything if she finds him famished in the woods. Well, that's just because it's Bandit Keith. <laughs> nobody, nobody would help Bandit Keith if he was in the woods. As far as questions go, what, your, what is your favorite card that's appeared in the show so far? 
Uh, on any basis, whether it's a cool-looking monster, an amazing Calvin Ball card, or a spell you'd like to have in real life. Hold on, if we're having spells in real life... Hmm. <laughs> Reborn uh, the monster? <laughs> I, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, just tape that to my back so that when I die, I come back. Um, I kind of think the Red-Eyed Skull Dragon is, like, sick. That's a cool fucking monster. But you're 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 missing out on getting a real life spell out of this, though. And that's more thinking than I really want to do right now. I went with my heart, and my heart said, "Ooh, cool dragon." <laughs> <laughs> I'm that one comic um, at where I'm at the grocery store and I reach for the peaches, and Red Eye Skull Dragon is also reaching for the peaches. <laughs> Red Eye Skull Dragon. And then it pans over, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to red eyes i i would i just want to hang out with him you know i want to play i want to play 2k with him if i'm gonna hang out and game with a monster it's gonna be like celtic guardian or dark magician those are the homies she is serving butch realness <laughs> that's true about uh, my, that's true about Mai's age though i keep forgetting that Mai's 24 yeah, yeah, and that and that like Yugi and his friends are all high schoolers. I guess if you saw a bunch of high schoolers like dying in the woods, you would give them your food, probably. Maybe if they had good vibes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think just a base level <laughs> group of high schoolers, I would not leave them to die in the woods. As, as an adult, I'm willing to say that. Unless they're, that, like, really stupid. Put it, put that on Olivia's, like, OC art. It's, like, under likes and dislikes. Dislikes uh, letting uh, teenagers starve in the woods. All, all things being equal. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying there's no teenager that I wouldn't leave to starve in the woods. But, you know, mm -hmm. just, uh, just an average. I wouldn't leave Yugi and his friends to starve in the woods. No. Um, I think... Uh, I feel like just, like, playing fighting games with the Dark Chaos Magician or whatever would be pretty fun. That guy looks like he can party. Dark Magician of Chaos? What's the one? Everyone knows what I'm talking about, right? Basically. The Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki is conspiring to hide Seto Kaiba's age from me. <laughs> they have it for, like, so many characters. But I just want to know whether Kaiba's a high schooler or, like, an adult. Because it makes his relationship with Yu-Gi way funnier if he's a grown man. Oh, God. <laughs> Seto Kaiba. I forgot I was on the images tab because I was looking at the Wait, Magician of Black how old, how old is Pegasus again? 26? My Valentine is two years younger than Pegasus. Oh my god, there's really no Kaiba age. I mean, wait. Uh, he... 18 according to the manga. Yeah, wasn't he in their school in the first episode? Yeah. <laughs> and also in the... Yes. So, so, like, right. at we the very hard. least, he's plausibly a high schooler. His birthday is October 25th, 1980. Is he a Libra? 
is. I don't know. Typing into Google is Sinokaiva a Libra. I don't know what that implies. Okay, hold on. Astrology. It's just like my primary sign, so I think it's funny. What was his birthday? Oh, okay. 25? Yeah, October 25. Holy shit, he's a Scorpio. Ah! Seto Kaiba Scorpio real. <laughs> now that makes a lot of sense. His favorite food is filet mignon with foie gras sauce. Oh, we've definitely done this one before. <laughs> Every time we look up a Yu-Gi-Oh character on the Wikipedia, you read me their favorite foods. Well, did I read you Bandit Keith's? No, oh, it's not on here. No, it is. Oh my god, his favorite food is steak and his least favorite food is sushi. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a hamburger, though. His favorite food. Is steak more... Is steak... No, steak is, like, more rough than... More rough and tumble than a burger. But I think a burger's more American. It's more American, but a steak is more masculine-coated than a burger. Okay. Yes. I guess they... Yeah, I guess they have veggie burgers, but they don't have veggie steaks. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is... We've gone on a tangent. Do you have <laughs> anything else to say about these episodes? Any final um, thoughts? Well, I have the second question from this email. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We know that flying monsters have an advantage over land monsters, zombies return from the dead, and machines have anti-magic properties. <laughs> what ridiculous special rules do you think Joey should have pulled out of his ass about warrior monsters? I think... I think Joey should have been like, eh, here's the thing about warrior monsters. Uh, uh, when the, you know, they fight in formation because they're warriors, so when there's multiple warriors, oh. they all get stronger. You know, because they're fighting as a team. Yeah. Or that, like, maybe a warrior gets stronger every time they survive a battle, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never believe how strong my garuzis is. My garuzis? <laughs> uh, I might want garuzis just so I can constantly turn to him and be like, Hey, garuzis! <laughs> garuzis is just in the kitchen wearing an apron, just frying something in a skillet. <laughs> hey, garuzis! And it looks at me and he goes, I'm like, you making hash browns again? And it goes, Aah. I'm like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> Your house friends are great, dude. Just keep doing that. It's not just like a... adding some diced onions? <laughs> okay, okay, you know best. It's, uh... It's not even like a Joey dub thing. Everybody calls it Garuzis. <laughs> it is what the card says, is Garuzis. <laughs> uh, I, I guess you could say it's supposed to be Garuzis. I feel like the white Garuzis... But... Garuzis. Garuzis. Alright. Anything uh, an else? An axe-swinging beast warrior with the head of a dragon. That's so true. He he is. Uh, that's it. That is it for me. That is it for the podcast this week. Yeah. Um, uh, next, next time we come back, we are going to be watching 
episodes 35, uh, let's say it's 35, 36, 37, 38, and 39, baby. That's right. Marathon viewing, but we wanted to get the entire Yugi Pegasus match down, you know? Yeah, and, uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. Probably. We probably won't get sick of these guys in the... Oh, what is an hour and forty minutes of Yu-Gi-Oh! We're gonna watch, or we're gonna watch a feature-length duel. So, you, when you think about it, you know, I just started watching Twin Peaks: The Return. When you think about it, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a forty-hour movie. No, <laughs> it's a forty-hour movie. Twenty-minute episodes. It's a forty-hour movie. If you think about 40 it, forty-hour movie. I just pulled a random big number out of my hat. Don't make oh. me fact-check this. What's in the other two hats? Uh, well, Dark Magician's in one of them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gotta get in there. And the Spellbinding Circle's in the other one, so... Yugi voice. I gotta get in there! I think he kills you. If you're... I mean, that's what happens in the show. If if you attack Dark oh. Magician. Well, I wouldn't attack Dark Magician. Right. I'd pass him the blunt. Okay. Anyway... That's what we're doing next episode uh, until the next... Wait, before next time, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. Find the stuff I've done at NoraBlake.online. You can uh, subscribe to the Export Audio Patreon at ExportAud.io and get a bunch of podcasts. We're wrapping up Bag End soon. Uh, we're recording later today, as of this recording, the penultimate, like, chapters. Um, then we'll have two more chapters, and then we'll have the, like, afterward stuff that we're doing, the Akalabeth and of the Third Age stuff. And then we'll be done reading Lord of the Rings. We've, we'll have finished all the books that matter. If that, and then, um... Hmm? If that podcast was only about, uh... Fuck... Shit. I can't remember... Fuck. I can't remember whether Merry or Pippin is the Took, but anyway, Bag End Took Club. Oh, yeah. If it was just about Pippin. If it was just about Pippin, it'd be the Bag End Took Club. (laughs) Uh, The Bag End Tooks... That's a... If if they lived in Bag End, they'd be the Bag End Tooks. Yeah. Um, And then after that... If anybody, uh, like, depending on, like, how this works out, obviously it's not as big a priority as reading the books, so we might drop in, drop out a little bit, but I'm gonna start watching all the film adaptations of these various stories, starting, of course, with the animated film The Hobbit from, like, 76 or something? Something like that. The really old ones. Uh, I don't know... Who all is going to come with me on that ride? It might uh, might switch up every now and then. But eventually, of course, we will have to watch the Hobbit movies. So. What about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Great Greed, which is a type of bird. Um, I do not have a Patreon, nor do I make any other podcast besides this. But if you read Unjust Depths, at unjustdevs.com. It will make me personally happy. Which is a worthy goal, I think. It should be the goal of everyone who listens to this podcast. Exactly. 
I'm so important. Do it for Olivia. Yeah. You've heard of Do It For Steve. Yeah. Send us energy so we can get Rosamie Lovelock on this show. (laughs) You know who's more important than Stephen King? Who's that? Olivia. Yo. Nice. Alright, that's it. No more podcast. I'm done. No more podcast. Let's do the sign-off. Alright. Whatever the sign-off is, let's do it. Yu-Gi-Oh! There we go. (laughs) I always think it's still get off our decks. I'm sorry. Disappeared out of here It was time to pay my dues Never guessed that you'd be dressed In my clothes and in my shoes Thought you were so dumb